Okay, peeps, are you a dipper? Or do you know somebody uses tobacco on a regular basis? Well, we got to let you know about Outlaw. The Outlaw Dip Company is the best tobacco alternative on the planet, being 100% tobacco-free, and it's the safest snuff ever made. Not only do they have more flavors and options than any other tobacco company out there, they have many different types of dips. Like the Can of Joe, my personal favorite, is which it's packed with coffee and caffeine, and it helps you get grinding through the day. I mean, it tastes phenomenal, guys. It's my best one I like. Or are you guys a hardcore guy like the likes the Copenhagen or Grizzly, and you like that wintergreen burn? Well, guys, they have that too. Um, check them out. Give it a try. I mean, it's without all the bad stuff in it. Um, now, they gave me a code to help you cut back on a little cost. GU10. Get 10% off your order. Go to outlawdip.com. Guys, don't be a quitter. Just be an outlaw. Okay, the cat is out of the hat. And yes, that's right. We have teamed up with Sig Sauer. And there's nothing better than teaming up with the best of the best in the business. And I'm talking anywhere from their optics, firearms, and ammunition. Me, personally, I've been rocking the Zulu 9s for the binos. And I am loving them. Me, I think they're the alpha of the glass. For the fraction of price that you pay for, guys, check them out. The Zulu 9s. But I must say, I went down to the Six Sour Games, and I got introduced to the Zulu 6s, and I had no idea their technology was so advanced. And I'm talking about their stabilization. You guys hit a switch on these binos, and bam, it's all smooth. No rocking, no motion, nothing. It is, and you know how heavy I breathe. I'd be breathing heavy, and I'd just be tired, and I pull my glass, and it's just wobbly all over. And I hit the switch, bam, it's clear. It's like being on a tripod. Guys, check them out. Their technology is off the charts. And I'm talking anywhere from, you know, their rifle scopes to their range finders. Uh, they all introduced the new BDX system. Guys, check them out. Support a company that supports your favorite podcast, SixHour.com. You already know what we be rocking. We rocking those Tito knives. And I got to give my man Luke over there some major props. I personally love his new drop on a knife called the Tito Air. Some call it Tito Air. Some call it Tito Air. I don't care. It's a bomb-ass knife, and I love it. Uh, guys, check him out at TitoKnives.com. And when you're at the checkout, use our code GU15. Damn, Cody, everybody be liking what we're doing with this Bullhorn app. Yeah, what's not to like, man? You get to text, you get to call in, you get to run your mouth with your favorites every episode. Man, we love it. I love the interaction we get with our uh, listeners. Guys, if you guys want to become a part of your favorite podcast, download the app Bullhorn.fm, your podcast app. This podcast is brought to you by Kafaro International. It's gear for life. Extreme hunting products, packs, frames, tents, shelters, sleeping systems, stoves, and more. Did I mention it's American-made? Love it, America. America. Hey, guys, check them out. It's kafaro.net. What up, what up, what up? Hey, I got to get a new board. It has to be it because I hit it, and it just, I got to make sure it's red. But we back. 179 in the house. 
We got Wendell running the bullhorn. What's up? And cameras, actually. No, no Tomas today. He called in. He's fired. But today's guest, longtime buddy, uh, actually was my uh, shooting partner for Best of the Best. Oh, we'll get into that. Oh, yeah. We'll get hey, into we both that. shit the bed, right? We both. We, we, there's no point <laughs> figures there. But he's actually fucking Mr. fucking Hercules himself. I, I'm like, like literally, um, when I first met you, I was like, Jesus Christ, who is this guy? And um, I'm excited that you're on the show, so thank you for coming out. Uh, Zach Vogel, welcome. Yeah, happy to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Uh, if, you know, everything works out, right, you might be my neighbor here soon. That might be. Might be. We'll see I how the cards so. fall, that, man. That's how it all works out, right? Like, it's all like. That's right. Um, if it happens, it happens. That's how way you got to just roll with it. But um, I remember the first time me meeting you was. Was Snyder at, was it Golden? Yep. What High, country, was it? High what, Country Archers. It was a charity shoot for, um, oh, man. What was, was it the vets? The veteran deal? Or? No, no. It was uh, it was an accident. Oh, uh, that was uh, Roe. Uh, yes. Roe. Yep. Yeah, the fundraiser for him, the guy that had the accident. Yep. 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 And Amanda Roe's uncle. Or, mm-hmm. Yep, that's who it was. Yep. So, yeah, that was shit. That was a while back. Yeah. And, um. Yeah, because that was the first time I met Aaron, too. Yeah, I yeah. remember, because I remember Aaron and I were shooting there, and, and and he goes, Luke, look at this fucking guy. And I fucking turned, and I said, Jesus Christ. I mean, like, literally, I ain't gay, but I was like, God damn, I want that motherfucking <laughs> armed. And I was like, the tra- dude, you were just a, a, a literally a, a well-put man together, and, and ideally, I really feel like almost... 90% of the men, I would feel like, God, I would want that body, you know? But it's fucking hard. It's work. It's work. It's a full-time gig, right? And, uh, you know, there's only so few of us can walk around like this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, right. but but it can I will, be done. I will. Yes, it can be done. But I was saying, um, tell the listeners, like, like your coach, uh, your, you know, like I said, I was talking about Rogue, like you do a lot of the competition for them. Um, like you literally are just a specimen of when it comes to fucking pushing weight and, and doing shit. Tell us like where did it all start and like, you know, your background first. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'll give you the quick, uh, synopsis here, you know, coming from the Midwest, uh, wife and I moved out here to Colorado from Wisconsin in 2013 and, um, brought two kids with us or two boys and said, if we were going to have a third, we'd stay back in the Midwest and found out halfway through our move that we were expecting a third Oh, really? when half our stuff was out in Colorado. So it's like, well, we can always go back. Yep. So, and you, and you said that because of like the help of the family, help of the family, and, yeah, was the biggest, which is huge, which right? is the yeah. biggest thing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Because it's like with two boys, we kind of had them pretty much managed at that yep. point. You know, they were falling in line pretty good. Um, but, uh, yeah, then Aaliyah came, she's our only. Colorado the native. The daughter. Yeah. Ah. Little girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, no. So, it's like my, my whole thing with exercise science. Um, went to University of Wisconsin Lacrosse. And then um, my wife, actually, she went there too. Okay. Uh, she was five years ahead of me. So, she finished up grad school. And I was just getting into my undergrad and stuff. Okay. And then, um, yeah. So, 
wasn't going to go pro play in college football and um, figured I'd go pro in something that I had control over. So I'd take my degree and use it on myself and see how well, you know, I knew exercise science, what kind of combinations and periodizations I could put together. So I started putting together all these different types of programs, like four days on, one day off, repeat, different supersets and combinations and stuff. And got myself up to 227 at about 2.5% body fat at 6'1". Crazy. So it's like, and being all natural, right? Yeah, that's crazy. So um, really learned a lot about hypertrophy. That's kind of really where my specialty was, was in just building muscle. And um, then it came to, it's like you start watching strong men. You start watching all these animals that are like doing all these different workouts. You got CrossFit. You got all this other stuff that's really starting to take the scene in 2008, 9, 10, 11, 12. And then um, like, okay, so you got muscle. But can you use it? Yeah. Right? So yeah, what's your what's your work capacity? Yep. You know, so it's like, well, all that muscle requires fuel and all this other stuff. And then a friend, we were out here and uh, living in, in CO at the time and and um, introduced us to Spartan Race. And they're like, yeah, so like if you don't do your burpees, they like cart you off. <laughs> they like kick you off the course. So it's like, you got to do your burpees. If you fail an obstacle, I'm like, well, just don't fail the obstacle. Yeah. I'm like, and the only way you're going to get me to ever run was to have something to run to. Right. So I'm like, well, I started doing the math and I'm like, well, so in a three mile race and they got 15 obstacles, they're going to have like an obstacle every like four or 500 yards. Yeah. Well, no, they, they cluster them together in like five or six in a row. Oh really? And then you're running for a mile. Oh, right. And then you got five or six again. And then you run, and then you do two or three or four, and then you finish out with the last few, right? So it wasn't shit. Well, hell, man. And then I'm running. I'm doing my first Spartan race in a pair of waterproof shoes. Yep. Well, it doesn't just keep water out. It keeps water in. Yep. So they're heavy. (laughs) So I'm slogging the rest of the race with these waterlogged boots I had on. And uh, so it's like, you, you know, you live and you learn, and yep. I, I kind of caught the bug, and that's where I kind of started to do this hybridized training where I understood that it's like, okay, well, you can be big, but you can also move. Yep. So it's like, how do you still kind of remain an athlete, right? You know, and this was, golly, man, this was 2000 and should be 2015. Okay. Right? So that's, what, seven years ago? Yeah. Yeah, so we started seven, eight years ago. We started doing Spartan Race back then and then uh, did a bunch of races, started getting season passes for it, running a whole lot more. I was doing 16-mile 16 16 mile races, which is their beast-level race at the time, and um, became an SGX Spartan coach and did all that, did level one, level two, and, and uh, started coaching some friends, and we would do workouts and stuff. Just I'd throw free workouts together at the church. Right. You know, it's like a big mega church that we go to, and... and um, yeah, I had a blast, built some great relationships and friends and stuff. And then, um, yeah, so kind of fast forward some time and these rogue challenges. I mean, you got COVID that happened kind of in there and stuff yep. too. And and I, I'll get into the hunting side of it too at some point here. But, um, you know, we started, uh, started dabbling in these rogue things. They had this pump and row challenge. So it was a 2K, is a 2K row followed by your body weight for max reps after a two minute rest for bench press, which, you know, right there, you say that to me is like, you gotta, 
either fucking really love what you fucking are doing or you got shit for brains. <laughs> right? <laughs> or just have a pain for mer- for just just suck. You hate you like that suck, right? And, Dude, it was like really a $2,000 yeah. payday yep. if you win the challenge, okay. right? And they got different uh I think they had different they might have different weight classes for that one. I can't remember, but it's like I did it and I'm, I'm like, "You know what?" And then they're giving a free rower away for the fastest so you're 500 like, meters. Oh shit. So I'm you like, got incentive then. Oh yeah, there's incentives for all this stuff, okay. right? And um, so a free rower for the fastest 500. So then I'm Googling. It's like, who's got the fastest 500 out there and what's the time? And so I'm looking at all these details and um, I'm seeing dudes like pulling 500 meters in like a minute and 14 seconds or a minute and 10 seconds. I'm like, whoa. So you're like, fuck, where do I belong? And, you know, so I I redline it for the first 500 and I do it in like a minute and 25. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to win that, but I'm going to keep this pace as long as I can go. And um, was like top eight in the world for that. I'm like, so that was one year. And the next year I didn't do any. Okay. And then uh, this last year we did the, the, they led off with the echo bike challenge, the echo hammer challenge. Right. And that's what you had in your IG, right? Yeah. 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 So it was five Fuck, minutes on that bike, max cals in five minutes. So that's like an airdyne, right? Like yeah. it's pretty much like a, a Harder. newer, new, right. new, yeah, newer yeah. school of airdyne. Yeah. And like anybody who's ever wrestled or anything like that, or obviously MMA now, dude, those are like the fucking, the enemy. Dude, they're the devil. It's the fucking <laughs> enemy. And um, I've just seen so many guys and I've puked. I can't even get to my car after I'm done with these motherfuckers. And yeah. to see what you did for five minutes, I was like, this motherfucker is crazy. <laughs> Zach, like it's, it's brutal, dude. Yeah. It's brutal. And like, you know, and what I'm saying is this because like I'm I'm watching guys like, you know, like Justin Gagey. Yeah. Number what number one, number two guy in the world now in, in the division. You know, we do these what uh tabs, right? Yeah, and, it's about it. Yeah. And um you know, we do twenty, 20 on, on, ten off, you know, and we do anywhere from fourteen to down to seven usually or yep. two sets. Yep. And you know, those are fucking hard. That's brutal. Yeah. And what you're just what you did for five minutes straight, I was watching, I was like Holy shit, dude. It's crazy. So, like, you're not the average man. So get that out of your head. <laughs> like, this guy is not the average man. Like, literally. And you know that, too. Like, obviously, you get that probably when you walk in a room, right? Like, when, like or a restaurant, like somebody, like, how many people has yeah, I get you it. I, get, I get it from time to time. Yeah, I'm it sure happens. you do. You're like, who the fuck is this giant? But, yeah. yeah so, like, I'm just saying, you're not the average man. I, like, you need to pat yourself on the back, you know, because dude, doing those those challenges are fucking not easy, dude. Not no, easy. no, they're not, especially when you got something like that. You yeah. Know, when you got something where it's like, hey, how uh, how long can you stay in the pain cave? Yeah. You know, it's like, and what's your strategy? I just happen to have, with that particular challenge, because I cycle a lot, you know, oh. so I mountain bike, but then I'll road ride too. And so I'll get on there and I'll grind up, um, you know, 10 miles uphill and just ride, 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 and then take a nice 10-mile cruise downhill. Okay. Um, so I'll lay it, you know, pedal to the metal for an hour. And so I'll get really used to that. I got a high VO2 max, right? So my okay. work capacity so is pretty that's high. That's my next question. It was like, yeah. what is your VO2? And Yeah. Like, are you a big fan of that, the VO2? Like, do you feel like that's like... Um, it plays its role. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, it's just a cardiorespiratory fitness, right? So how how efficient is your body with oxygen uptake? And how, do, how does your body utilize that? Yep. Your lactic 
your lactate threshold and well, all and then that you, stuff. You do these spot races, and they're usually at higher elevation, right? Right. Uh, what, are they in Beaver Creek, right? Oh, or, dude, all, all over? over the place. We've done them from Seattle to Arizona to Vermont. Oh, shit. So they're so everywhere then. Everywhere. Okay, cool. Yep, we've done them in Breckenridge. Yep, yeah, that's yeah, where Tahoe. I Tahoe yep. was the beast of, like, that one, Tahoe... Um, that one smoked me. I got compartment syndrome in my shin on that one because I did just some rookie dumbass move where I, uh, I was halfway through the race and and I had some pressure in my shin, <clears throat> so I carry gorilla tape out there with me and you start doing all these like tactical things where yeah. it's like you take gorilla tape and you roll it onto itself, right, and then it stays sticky. Oh, so you don't need the cardboard. You don't need a big roll. You just roll a roll into itself. So you got a disc like about that big of gorilla tape that you can take out there for an emergency. So if you tear something, whatever it is, you got some extra tape with you. That's super sticky. I see. I wrapped some around my shin, right? So it added more compression. So it felt good, but then my body couldn't move it. And I fought through it. I did 45 miles in two days and a hundred obstacles with that. Uh, no, I finished the last 20 miles with it. (sighs) And dude, it just, cause we did a, we did a beast on Saturday and then an ultra on Sunday. Oh, yeah, you are just definitely not normal. Dude. So it was like I just wanted to get through it just to just to know that I could. It's like, okay, so 45 miles in a weekend with 100 obstacles, just get through it. No DNF, right? And then do it burpee free so not not fail one single obstacle, spear throw included. Really? Right. So, yeah, so I checked it off the list and made it because then it makes everything else in life kind of you know what? Yeah, hey, oh yeah. I've been there, yep. done that. I know what it's like. It's like hiking, you know, four miles up with a hundred and thirty pounds in your pack. Yep. You know, when you're hauling meat, it's like, dude, I can do this, right? I can get one yeah. step at a time, man. I, I will I will say that that is definitely the the truth right there. If like if you push yourself like in training. Right. And and stuff like that, like when shit hits life. Yeah. It literally yeah, it's really train not is, that bad, right? right? Like, train is oh, so your life depends on it. Yeah, right? right. And and I guess that's what was like my next thing on this. When you're doing all this shit, um, how much do you feel like it's all like more mental? Um, I mean, obviously you got to be somewhat in physical shape, but right. like literally, I I know there's sometimes where I'm fucking dragging ass, but I know ain't nobody gonna take me up that mountain but me, right? Um. And you just got to mentally just fucking say, shut the fuck up and go, right? Like, yeah. Um, you doing these races and like even coaching, how do you, what do you, what do you feel like, um, you know, the mental aspect? Like, how do you coach something like that? Oh, man. You know, it really, desire of the person is the number one, the number one key indicator. Like, what are they working for? What do they want out of it? Right. Yeah. So, what's the whole purpose and reason for why they're there, why they're training? This quick break is brought to you by Apex Next Evolution, the elite outdoor supplements out there. Y'all want to stay harder for longer? Then look no further. Apex brings you the hardest, cleanest, long-lasting oral supplement out there today. And guys, I will put my name on it. That's right. I said it. That conquer they got going the pre-workout is the bomb diggity. But they got it all, man. All the way from energy, hydration, to recovery guys check them out i'm not bullshitting you it's apexnextevolution.com use my code gladiators10 um you know so for me it's been pretty easy it's just be ready for anything so and then what is it that i enjoy doing i enjoy riding you know so i enjoy road rides i enjoy mountain bikes um 
I love rucking, you know, so, but I love to lift. So it's like, I, I put programming together to kind of suit that narrative for me so that it's like, I can be ready for anything. And then I get introduced to these things like, um, you know, Decafit, uh, High Rocks is another one. This German company that's got a, you start off with a 1K run and then you've got um, a 1K ski. You're running for another K. So it's an 8K total run, but you've got a 1K ski, a 1K row, 100 meters of walking lunges. You've got 80 meters of burpee broad jumps. <laughs> you've got a sled push and drag that is just out of this world hard. Yeah. And every time you push the damn thing, the carpet in front of it is balling up. So it's yeah. like it gets harder the harder farther you push harder. it. Yeah. So it's like you got stuff like that to where it really challenges you and you, you're like, and you finish with 100 wall balls. Oh, shit you know, at the end of it. So it's like, you got all these challenging things and you realize it's like, okay, here's a weak link. There's a weak link. There's a weak link. That's like, okay, so how can I incorporate all of that stuff into my training to where it's like, I can kind of slowly kind of chip away at those weak links and make them tougher. Right. Yeah. And, um, so you start one day a week, I started doing these E3 moms or an EMOM or whatever kind of Jason Kalipa style. And you start putting these things together into your programming where it's like gradually, you're just building your work capacity, right? But yeah. you're still doing what you love to do. And then as the seasons change, you got things like winter coming up to where it's, you know, people are always battling the holidays. How do I stay lean through the holidays? It's just yeah. like, shit, man, go nuts. Yeah. Have fun. Enjoy it. Just turn this into your bulking season then. Yeah. You know, it's like you're going to get a little bit bigger. Fuck. You're going to lift. But I, I live off of that fucking <laughs> season, huh? <laughs> but, the, but then lift heavier. Yeah. You know, lift a little bit heavier and just really kind of lean into the weights then and keep your cardio up, you know, to the minimum or where you want to be. And then just know that when springtime's coming around the corner, man, you're yeah. up in the mileage every week. You're up in the distance a little bit further. You're adding a little bit more weight to the ruck. You know, those types of which things. Which makes sense. Yeah. Which makes it easier too, instead of like, oh, no, I can't yeah. have this or that. Which, you can break it off into seasons, man. Which it totally just, makes sense. It makes it sustainable then. You um, know, at least that's what I find for me. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then. Like, I'm sure, like, some of the people that you coach is like, oh, yeah, I can understand this. Yeah. yeah. I get it. You yeah. know? Um, so, I, I saw that you do, like, a lot of online coaching, too. Mm -hmm. So, like, do you, when you do, the, is it more like on a, like, face-to-face -face type deal, like a Zoom call type deal, or I just... I couldn't do it, man. I couldn't do that. You just um, had to write it out. Yeah, so I've shot over a thousand videos um, in my training studio. So my gym, my garage gym, and I set it up so it's kind of like a studio. So which I is my, badass, right? It's pretty awesome. It's yeah. an epic little, no, it is cool. epic little home gym. Yeah, um, you know, I got three three racks in there: Smith leg press, leg extension, hammy curl. I mean, I got everything I need. The in there. rower, I've got, everything. Yep, four thousand pounds of weight. Yeah. yeah, so it's like, yep, rower, skier, echo bike, everything. Yeah, yeah so I got everything you need. Um, so yeah, um, no, you start putting things together for people and, and, um, I'd shoot these videos and, and transfer everything over to Vimeo and YouTube and then upload it to train heroic. Now train heroic. Um, I tested out a few different companies as far as online programming goes and tracking and train heroic seemed to be just, you know, kind of the, the cat's ass when it came to okay. like having tracking your data so that when you go into the gym, you know, not only just tomorrow, but the next week, three weeks, four weeks, six weeks, 12 weeks, you can see the amount of work that you're putting in, but you see these, this, this progression. So it allows you, it takes all the guesswork out of it. So when you got a good program, you can get into it and you got someone programming for you. Yep. It's like, here's your sets and reps. Here's where your weight was when you were doing 12s. 
Here's no. where it needs to be for nines. It's like it's all laid out. For it's you. your own personal trainer with you right there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And if you got questions, you got the video to follow up on, right? And then it's also got all the written text and points of performance there to follow up with, with too. Because some people are like, "Hey, I've seen this video a couple times. I know what I'm doing, but how does he want? Like, what's my cadence, right? So, what's my tempo for the lift, right? Is it a two count down, one count hold, one count up, zero count pause?" Right, so it's those types of things. Are you doing a real tempo where it's like a, uh, like a four count down, two count pause, one count up, okay, right back to it, and you're doing sets of five. Your time under tension is so different, right? Yep. So we've got, and th- that's a completely different exercise than doing just a, if you got a tempo bench press versus a regular bench press are two different exercises. Okay. Right. So it's like you may be able to rifle off 225 pounds 15 times. But now change the tempo to where you're doing a five count down, two count pause, one count way up. Different thing, you got huh? like four. Yeah, it's way different. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a great way to build strength. So, and I guess this is what where it, your degree helped you in and yeah. doing all this stuff because, like, you know, anybody says you know the degree or the guy that's behind it was educated. Yeah, you had to learn it from somewhere, right? Yeah. But like you said, you did a lot of trial and error on yourself. Yeah, but what I want to know is like even today, like do you how much like research do you do now, or like how much? I mean, obviously, like you have, you know, the Google and everything, and yeah. and other guys that you probably look up to, or you're like, mm-hmm. oh, well, this guy's a badass. I want to check out what he's doing. Yeah, and do you get to like mix some of your that stuff yeah. in with yours. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Pavel, you know, yeah. all his all his stuff. Um, Charles Poliquin was like that man and I were cut, you know, cut from the same cloth. You know, it's like, I learned the same things like parallel to him. You know, he was just a generation ahead. Okay. He knew his stuff, man. When it came to building muscle and building strength, really cool stuff. So I apply cluster sets and some things like, like he does there too. And, you know, not only just for me and it's like trial and error stuff, five sets of five, 10 sets of five, 10 sets of 10, um, throwing in some German volume training in there from here to, you know, time yeah, to time. So yeah. it's like, there's, there's so much variation there, but that I've got it down to a system, <clears throat> right? So I've got stage one, stage two, three, four, and five, and they repeat. It used to be every 16 weeks, but people were like, I can't do this for 16 weeks. Yeah. Right. So I cut it down to 12 and then we would do a test week on 13. Okay. And the test week would consist of everything from like, say a max back squat, max deadlift, max front squat, um, we would do this, this brutal, uh, squat test, which was you would load up, um, a hundred percent of your body weight on the bar. Right. And you would back squat it for as many reps as you possibly can. Oh shit. That's real. As many reps as you can rack the bar three minute strict rest. As soon as that three minute timer hits, unrack the bar again. How many can you get for that second set? Yeah, you're talking about the ultimate pump right there. So it's like it, you're not you're not standing when you're done with that. No, and that's the last that's the last of the test day. You know, for the leg day test, I got upper body tests and things like that, and I've got tests for you know for people that are coming in off the street that say that they're you know when I send them a type form to find out kind of where their fitness level is at, and they'll send me the. Yeah, I'm a four or five for cardiovascular. Yeah. I'm a four or five for strength. It's like, all right, awesome, sweet. Yeah. Let me have you do this uh, this fitness test, <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll see where you're at. Yep. You know, and it's like, and they'll want honest feedback. And it's yeah. like, well, <clears throat> you're about a two. Yeah. You know, from where your potential is, 
Yeah. That's like you're you're on the right track. Yeah. I'm gonna get you there faster and you're gonna get there safely and you're gonna love the whole journey. Yeah, which is which is you got to be honest with them, right? Like, yeah. who you fucking getting? Like, right. seriously. Cause well, as a coach, program, right? That's our yeah, job. Yeah, because the program right? ain't going to get easier. Right. You got to put in your... Yeah. It, it was so funny because, like, when I was coaching, a lot of the, you know, people that would come in the evening classes and try to do, you know, um, Muay Thai or kickboxing, whatever, and they're like, oh, yeah, I used to train a lot. I, you know, I just switched gyms, and I was like, okay, cool, man. Let, let's, uh, let me see what you got. Let's see what you got. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I know how to do all this. I'm like, okay, but I'm... I'm looking, I'm gauging you like your fitness level, honestly. Right. Like your cardiovascular. And they're like, you know, in the first, uh, like, oh, I'm good. Three minutes. What do you want? Five minutes? I was like, let's just do three minutes and just don't throw your load out right away. Yeah. And what do they do? Just try to show me how hard they can punch. Right. <laughs> you know, 30 seconds pass by. Oh, shit. I haven't done this for a while. I'm like, yeah, this is why I said, <laughs> this is why, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it's so simple. Yeah. You know, um, but it's, it must be like a guy thing, like, want to show people how hard they can hit and oh yeah i'm like but that does no good when you're gassed in 30 seconds right because you were talking about that like um you know how big you you know you can have all this muscle right. but literally that's what i got into fighting for i i was looking to get a little body hulk build. man yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was looking to bodybuild right yeah and um i hated running right but my town uh, had a supplement store there uh, two doors down was a jujitsu gym, uh, Muay Thai gym, and they were like, "Hey, you used to wrestle, right?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, come in and show us some, some wrestling moves, some takedowns and shit." I was like, "Yeah, this will be my cardio, right?" I would go work out, get my muscles on, come in there and do my cardio with them, and I loved it. Yeah, but these motherfuckers, and I was probably like two ten, like you know. Not two percent body fat like you, but I was fucking yeah. I literally had abs yeah, and I was I was look good right yeah, and uh, I would get fucked up, tired, choked out, all this shit by one hundred fifty pounders, and I'm looking at myself and I'm like, what the fuck good is this shit if I'm getting fucked up by little guys? You know what right. I mean? And uh, that's kind of like why I got into it more and more, and um, you realize like same thing for hunting now for sure like. You know, do you want to be as heavy as going up in the mountains? No, because it fucking sucks. Yeah. You know, um, but at the same time, it's just, just a balance, like, right? It is balanced because at the same time, I like to like, you know, when I put on a shirt, I like to fucking fill the sleeves out. For I sure. like to literally be able to, you know, do shit with my kids, pick my kids up. I like to feel like a man, like, especially like now I still fuck around with the guys sparring, right? Muscles and, and. All that shit plays a factor. It does. Period. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. You know, who you are, where you are, if you don't have muscle, it's kind of going to be a short road for you. Well, it's like, you know, my son, he just started wrestling. And um, so it's funny, like all the things that my oldest son, my 14-year-old, and uh, he's done some wrestling back when we lived on the, you know, Western Slope and stuff too. But, um, you know, it's funny now, it's like he's on the <clears throat> he's on the high school team and yeah. And so he's wrestling J V and they want it they want to move him to varsity for a weight class and stuff, but he's gotta lose like a few pounds yep. in order to do that. And it's like he's he's in this like growing phase right now. He's grown like seven inches in the last twelve months. Oh it's shit. Like this so he's kid is just a spurt like really? crazy. Yeah. And so um it's gonna be hard to lose any weight, but um anyway, so he'll come home and he's like, Dad, it's all about technique. I'm like, Well, buddy. It is. It is a little bit. But 
there's an element of strength there too. So he'll try throwing some moves on me in the kitchen and stuff. Yeah. And, and I'll just, I'll stall him out. I'm just, I'm just sitting there and, you yeah. know, he's on top mountain stuff and he's trying to like move me. It's like, well, right. So there's a balance, right? Yeah. You got to have both, man. Got to have both. And Literally. you got it. And you got to have the engine to keep up with yep. if you got it. Yep. Right. So usable strength. I mean, it's pretty much what we just covered. You, you yeah. got to have the strength. You yeah. got to have the cardio. Yeah. And you got to have the mentality too. To right. Like when push comes to shove, right. or you, you know what I mean? Like, For I, sure. like me personally, I'm, like I'm, I'm happy that he's doing wrestling because yeah. to me, it, I, I mean, it's no better sport Dude, like, life as skill. far as life. You know Dude, what I mean? So many things. Like when I work with people, mindset and everything, it's like you look at wrestling and like what it is. Like my parents wouldn't let me wrestle because uh -huh. they didn't want me cutting weight. And then what did they do in college, right? Yeah. Get into bodybuilding. Yeah. It's like you want to see, all right, now we're extreme. Yeah. Here we're going to go. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, it's funny because you see this individual sport but you're also part of a team, yep. right? So you're part of this really thick fabric of guys and now now girls, yep. which is yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's huge. And um, the ability to connect on a whole new level. And you struggle together. You fight together. It's like you work together to get each other better. Yep. And then when you're out there, you're all by yourself. And it's nothing but you and your opponent in the mat, right? Yep. And so it's like you get to see the weakness. You get to see the strength. You get to see what you're made of. You get to see when you quit. You see when you go hard. You see when you go easy. Yeah. It's like you, you recognize all these things. And it's like the more aware you are of all this stuff, it's like the better you're going to be. And then you get your team better. Your team gets you better. It's like a win-win. Yeah. That's why I said, like, I, I, I literally said the best thing that ever happened to me was wrestling. Yeah. And maybe it, it did draw me into, into become a fighter too. For but, sure. Um life skills wise like dude like what we were just talking about like life is not easy right oh, like, man. and i feel like you know what you're doing now is like you know the training what you're doing it's pretty much what we did in wrestling you know that yeah it's one-on-one -on -one, you know yeah. you got it like nobody's gonna move that way but you right and yeah, never gonna, lies either yeah, right it, it, it's facts and um it was kind of like those one things where i you know you you kind of get in a rut like you know you Life's good, kids, kids good, happy, my wife, everything. But then, like, what happened to me was, like, I would, you know, get up in the morning, look at myself in the mirror, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck am I doing? Right? Like, I need to get back. You know, if I want to see my kids grow old, I got to get live better. Right. I got to do something. I like to play hard, so I got to work out harder. Right? right. So um, th that's kind of like the mentality I've always had from just from wrestling Yeah, is, like, Dude, it's did so much to me, and I've always said, I'm not, I don't always try to pick. I'm not ever going to pick my my daughter's uh, boyfriend, but it will help if he was a wrestler because sure. one, dude, I'm telling you, they're the most respectful little yeah. shits I know out yeah. there, and yeah. I know when push comes to shove, they're going to have my daughter's back. They right? can get out of a tight spot, exactly. Yeah, but I mean. I also, in the, in the flip side of that, I was the wrestler, and I knew how to get in trouble too, right? So, like, dude, we all know how to get we in all, trouble. We all do. But, we yeah, that's what, what I was saying. But I guess the next question I had, you know, when you're doing all these workouts and stuff like that, like, what motivates you the most, though? Like, how do you get – how does a guy like you stay motivated? I mean, like, because there's a lot of guys, like, you know, me and Wendell were talking, he's starting to – work out again and, and and do all this stuff, but it's just like the soreness. Yeah. You know, just the motivation after guys, you know, working, you know, nine to fives or whatever. For sure. How do you, what would you say is the best motivation you can give yourself? Uh, well, I, I've always loved like what 
what Dwayne Johnson said, anchor your day with a workout, right? Uh-huh. You know, it's like, and there's seasons where I, I fall short on that, where it's like, I'm not up at four 30 training, you know, but it's, oh, yeah. but my Everybody's, wife is, yeah. you know, she's up, she's a teacher. So like, she's up at three thirty, four o'clock in the morning, getting her workout in before she goes off to work and gets ready, yeah. you know? So it's like, that's superior dedication, especially when it's like five degrees in the garage, right? You yeah. got to crank the heaters on and then you got to go out there and you got a cold barbell and you know, all that. And, and she's she out there doing it. it. Yeah. So it's like kudos to that. Um, but it's the reason, um, you know, for me is like I said before, it's going to kind of be seasonal, but it's that whole being ready for anything. It's like, I just don't want weak links. And if I've got to be able to carry my kids somewhere, do something when they need me most and I'm incapable of doing it, like, you know, the definition of meek has been bastardized so much or like in the English language. And it's like, it's strength under control. Right. So just be meek as hell. I like, like that. I haven't strength, heard that for a long oh, ass dude, time, dude. Strength, strength under control. It's like having a samurai sword and being the greatest swordsman on the planet, yep. but it's always sheathed because you know... When you take that bitch if out. That, if, that, if that's got to come out, man, people are going to die. Yep. Right? So yeah. it's strength under control and understanding like what that is. And if I've got these weak links, I'm not going to be able to take care of my family or my friends or people that need me when I need it. So it's like I want to be able to get out of jam whenever I need to. And if i got to run somewhere to get there... I need to know that I can actually, you know, pound pavement and get there. Yep. Right. So, I mean, which was clearly, you know, evident this last summer. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, you know, we can get into that, but yeah. So, um, yeah, seasonal, seasonally for me. And it's like, I give my clients crap all the time because it's like, gosh, you guys have it so easy. Cause you've got, we got the app for you. Right. Yeah. And you've also got me here setting you up for your next superset. So you're able to get so much work done in yeah, an hour sure. here. Yeah. Right. So in an hour, it's like you guys are just pounding through this workout and you're everything you're hitting PBs every day, you know? So it's like, everything's working in, in the trajectory is all good. Me, you got to do everything. I got to do this all by myself and I got to motivate myself. So it's like, I'm the one that's got, it's like, why am I doing what I'm doing? It's like, what am I building for? You know? So so yeah, it's like, um, you know, making sure like I'm strong enough as, as I want to be for archery, thing, yep. things like that. Being able to haul out, you know, 130, 140 pound packs if I need to. Um, so yeah, just a, a bunch of stuff like that. And then as, as the season changes, like say when I get closer to archery season, I'm doing my, my step up repeats on a 20, on a 20 inch box with a, a 90 pound up. pack, yep. <clears throat> but it's a step up repeat, right? So it's like all right leg. Oh. And then all left leg. That sounds fucking horrible. And you could do like, you could do 10 by 10s, like throw a 60 pound pack on, yeah. on a 20 inch box. And then you've got, you know, you're doing 10 right, 10 left, 10 right, 10 left yep. for a hundred each leg. Oh, right. Shit. And that's your, that's your, fini- that's your finisher for the workout. Like, that's at the end. You know, that's after doing deads and squats and band work and all this other stuff that we throw in there, right? So I looked at the volume and not just the volume because there's definitely a balance between volume and, and strength and all that stuff and how much how many sets you're doing and all that. But I look at like typically what people will do for a leg day and they're doing 12 to, 12 to 14 sets. It's like ours are typically twice that. Oh, shit. So it's like in an hour. Oh, man. So in, in heavy weight. You guys you know, ain't fucking around. And then try and like understanding like when you're training sub max level, like I haven't thrown a thousand pounds on my leg press in, in a long time. I went uh, a year and a half without throwing a grand on there. And then 
like training at a submax level. So around 800 pounds, different sets and rep schemes and things like that, different five by tens, 10 by fives, a whole bunch of different stuff in there. Um, so never reaching a grand and then I'll throw 1100 on and finish with like five sets of six one day. And it's like, you know, my best is over 1200. You know, really? so, and that was, yeah, that was 15 years ago. God damn. But it's like, you know, right now it's like throwing a thousand pounds in the leg press and it feels good, right? Yeah. Knees feel good. Hips feel good. 41 years old. And it's like, everything's like working as I, as I had hoped it would, you know, yeah. when I was programming stuff, yeah. when I was just coming out of college. Yeah. I mean, so. I guess that's the thing with me more now is as I get, um, um, yeah, there's a picture of you. Is that you right there, right there in, the, in your rack right there? huh? Yeah. 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 And, um. Like, literally, like, you know, that's a fucking lot of weight, bro. That's a lot of weight you got there. No, I think that's only, like, 360, something like that, 365, maybe. Yeah, holy. Yeah, 225, 325, 45, 75, yeah, 375. Yeah. And then, and this is what you'll do, like, you know, multiple reps of different deals instead of just max it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, that's one thing I was just going to ask you is, I feel like more now that, you know, that I'm, you know, I just turned 43 and just from all the injuries that I had from fighting my wrist, you know, my knee, my lower back, I feel like I don't go as heavy, Yeah, but I feel like I do more reps and I feel like I can come back the next day and I can continue sure. to do it. Yeah. Granted. Yeah. I'm taking TRT now. Yeah. And, um, which I fucking am a big fan of. For sure. Because I, I'm telling you right now, it's, <laughs> I... It's game changer, went, isn't it? I went from fucking taking and wanting to take sleep at one o'clock in the afternoon to just clean the house, do all kinds of shit. You know, what was what what really made me get on it and get all my levels checked? Everybody at the gym told me, like, dude, you need it, you're getting up there. And I was like, nah, I don't want to I seriously thought I was like, I don't need steroids. Yeah. Which it's yeah. not steroids, right? right? Like and uh I was like, fine, fuck it. I, I when my kids finally would come home. And they would ask me to go jump on the tramp after school, and I just was fucking spent. Sloth, man. Yeah, just tired. I was just sluggish as fuck, and that's when I was like, okay, you know, I would, you know, before I got on TRT, I went, I went to a whole training camp with Justin when I went to London. I was like, I'm gonna eat good, you know, I'm gonna fucking put this down. I'm, I'm really try. And right. dude, it was the hardest fucking thing. Yeah, I ever had to do. Yeah, like. You know, it just I had I was sore. I couldn't had no motivation. The 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 pumps were just not there. I was just like, fuck, dude. Yeah. I came back from London. I said, I'm gonna get on. I'm gonna go down and get my levels checked. And dude, I was so fucking low. I was like um three twenty seven. Ooh. And um they got me on it. it I think I'm at two hundred now. Um milligrams each week. What do you at now? Dude, the last time, the highest I got was 1100 Mm-hmm. And I haven't got them checked lately, but I'm fucking nine-day nine day difference, man. Yeah. And, but here's the thing, what I want to tell people is like, yeah, it's, I still got to work out. It's not gonna Oh, for give, sure. You're not yeah. giving me anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I'm motivated. Every morning I get up on the cardio machine. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm when I'm, my sleep's so much better. Yeah. I want to get up and do cardio. Yeah. Before, dude, you couldn't pay me to get on that motherfucker. Right. On the elliptical now I want to come in here and work out, do my, I have a regimen. Yeah. Sometimes I'll do two, three two workouts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, before, dude, I couldn't do one. Yeah. And that, that was my little preach on that because dude, I'm telling you. Building momentum. It is. That's what it is, right? Like 
literally now I'm like, dude, my wife works out. Like you were saying, your yeah. wife works out every morning. Every morning my wife works out every morning. Yeah. Like, dude, just everything. Our, our sex life's better. Yeah. Just everything is, is what I want in, out of my life right now. Me and my I, I want to have conversations. Right. I'm just not like, yeah, whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm yeah. into everything now. And like. Yeah. It, to me, it's one hell of a drug. Dude, it's changed your life. It, it, literally to the best. Yeah. To the fucking best. I'm motivated to work out with the guys at the gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, they're like, God damn, Luke, you know, I want to take my shirt off now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it's fucking crazy. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. It's <laughs> um, awesome. You know what I mean? Like, it's just nuts. But I had to have that motivation. Right. To get there. You know what I mean? And, and that's why I said, like. Do I still get in little funks? Yeah, once in a while. Like, I'm yeah. like, oh, I don't really want to hit the gym today, but guess what? Yeah. I sit on the couch, and I'm like, fuck this. I got to go do shit. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And uh, that's the part where I think it's mental. Yeah. But, yeah, a little there's, bit doesn't hurt. There is uh, there's an element of physical there, for sure. You yeah. know, like Dana White and all the stuff that he's oh, been yeah. through and that, you know, Rogan's been working with him and helping him out, and he's been working with, gosh, what uh, – I forget this debt. That, that one doctor, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, what a pot did you hear, that was. Did you hear that what he just did with his mother-in-law? I just saw an interview about him, what, about his mother-in-law. Uh-uh. Oh, you got to check, check it, it out. out. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. She was like 80 years old. Yeah. And could yeah. get her blood pressure fucking yeah. figured out. She was miserable. Yeah. Like, miserable. Yeah. And um, sent her to the doctor. The doctor flew out to Vegas, seen her. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Like, Three, four months, nine day difference. Yeah. And it's something simple, probably, you know, a lot of diet stuff, you know, but um, yeah, it's, a, it's just crazy. It's the right system, right? Right combination. You start putting those things together and you got a guy that knows what he's doing, yeah. right? And that's not in it for, that's not in it for the buck. Yeah. He runs a business, but it's like, man, it's like, if you're good at something, never do it for free. No. You know? I mean, and that's like, just the fact, right? I yeah. know it's true. Yeah. And but, he's crushing it. He's, he's dude, he's a, he's a life changer. Dude. Yeah. I mean, who would not want to live a better life and look better? Well, that's just it. And if you could add years to your life and add experiences, that's, isn't that what it's all about? That's why I started doing all this. I did. I yeah. did everything because I want to see my kids grow up. Right. I yeah. want to live. I want to live the longest I can, the healthiest I can. Well, not just see them, but partake. Yeah, right? I want to be a part to, of their to life. Be a, yeah, yeah. Be, be included. It's like, hey, your man can still throw down. Yeah, yeah, right, hundred percent. That's that's where it was at. It was like, dude, I was uh, I was at a point in my life where I was like depressed you know just no motivation just oh, yeah. like i was like what what am i doing dude yeah. i've never been like this yeah. you know what i mean dude i'm so glad you got checked and i'm so glad oh. like you're on the road you're it's on crazy, it's crazy dude it's just nine day difference and yeah. it's just like it was the best thing that's happened yeah you know between my whole family yeah let alone just me for like, sure self-care dude well and i think everyone should get their blood work done every year and yeah. it's like i'm preaching to myself here because i should really do it too yeah right and i want to know where my you know where my test is at yep. you know it's like i'm not competing in anything you know after this last rogue challenge whatever we got going on here in december uh this will be it for probably all of that and then it's like next year like my focus is going to be on mobility it's going to be on you know everything's the seasonal stuff right so it's like in the winter time i'll have my my deads and my squats and my yep. bench that i want to improve like the big three big higher, just, yeah and just keep keep those like uh, Kalipa's got a, a good way of saying it, like the no compromise, right? I'm never going to deadlift below 400, right? Okay. Never going to bench press below 225. 
Yeah. Right. So, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, or 300 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Right. So there's like these, no, I'm not going to compromise on that at all. It's like, that's going to stay up. So what work I, do I need to put in in order to keep those numbers up as long as I can, as safely as I can. Right. right. So it's like, I want to get my test checked. I want to get all those things checked. I'm 41. So it's like, it'd yeah, be worth it'd be worth seeing where it's at because yeah, it's like there's, 100%. there's moments now, like even when I'm in the gym, it's like <clears throat> right now it's my workout today. It's like, I did three or four sets, you know, of, of rounds. So three or four rounds. And there was like, there's eight exercises to do. And you know, one of them is 25 cals on the, on the echo bike. Right. And I'll do that in 24 seconds, you know? So it's God like, damn. but I'll pound that out and I'm going into 70 pound dead balls right after that. So I got 20 of those right after that. So it's an E3 mom. So every three minutes you got complete every superset. It's like, I made it through three and it's like, I was dragging ass at three. It took me what I could last summer, what I could do in, in 51 minutes. That's how long my E3 moms are. So 51 minutes, I get four sets in. Right. And today it was just three. You got three in today. Okay. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, but again, I took three months off for hunting. Yeah. You know, so it's like I get four, four to maybe five of my workouts in of my six that I would do six to seven every yeah, week. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So it's like, it was kind of a, a slow detraining three months where things weren't what they were. And so you pay for it, but then yeah. you realize like how my body's been operating is it's like been high on the hog, you know, yeah. with fitness for so long, like where my normal is at is not where most people's no, normals at. And no. then I know like, you know, a friend of mine, Hunter McIntyre, it's like one of the top 50, you know, 50 fittest athletes. And they said, I think in the U S it's like, dude, that's in the world. Yeah. Like, and then when it comes to multi-sport athlete, like just being a gifted, strong beast, it's like, I know he's in the gym working out. Yeah. It's like, uh, pfft, I'm going to work out. Yeah. Like I really don't have an option. I'm going to do something. And I've got such a system down to where it's like, I got designated days for certain things. And I try to stick to that as best I can. Um, but then the weekends, it's like, I'm almost doing all my stuff outside, really? you know? So it's like, I'm outside, you know, if I'm hitting a workout, it's going to be mostly outside. Um, like, uh, even with the weights and stuff, I'll, I'll drag my stuff outside. outside. Just, just, just something different. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, otherwise it's going to be a ride or a run or a ruck. Right. Okay. So I'm going uphill. So I'm climbing mountains, thousand feet of gain, 1500 foot of gain, whatever it is. And yeah. So just get out in the woods. Fucking real deal. So um, before we, we got it, we got talking about like, you know, how, you know, you want to be able, capable of, you know, doing shit, you know, physically run, get out it. Right. Put your, get your family out of harm or whatever. Yeah. Well, the situation happened this summer, right? We yeah. Were, what was it? A week before, two weeks or that week of, our tournament, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was the week of the tournament. This quick break is brought to you by Crispy Boots. And I'm telling you, I've been rocking the new Laponians Gen 2s, and they had the best thing that's ever happened to my feet. Man, I'm talking lightweight, great ankle support, and I'm telling you, they look real snazzy. Uh, I love them. I used to rock the Thors, and, man, these things uh, blow them out of the water. I'm telling you, man, let's just keep it real. Crispy Boots, I'm a big fan, and I think all their boots are the bomb.com. You know, uh, guys, check them out at crispyus.com. Um, yeah, so it was June. Yeah, it was in but, June, yeah. yeah. And we so were out got, here, you were having a you were having a gathering beforehand. Yep, yep right? the barbecue. Yep. And that's when I caught wind of it. Yeah. Like I had no idea you you've called me 
And I, I was like, oh, shit, something came yeah. up. You need, yeah, because we're partners, right? Yeah, so we I'm shooting par- trad. Yep, and yeah. I was shooting compound, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm going to have to find a compound or a trad yeah. shooter now because yeah. something came up. Yeah. Well, I had no idea what the fuck happened. Yeah. I mean, this made national news, too, and yeah. everything. So you guys were mountain biking, right, you and yep. your son? Yep. Yeah. Um. Talk to tell tell everybody what, what yeah the fuck so happened. so Ethan my my middleman he um yeah he's twelve uh, he turned twelve in September so he's 11, 11 at the time and he wanted to get out and ride yeah there he is um so we get uh, he wanted to hit this uh, very specific trail and so we're riding uh, over by Coors Tech down uh, or not Coors Tech in but Golden? Coors and Golden yep yeah. yeah and we come around uh, North Table Mountain and we we enter on the south side of the mountain and we start wrapping around and we see the the GBX crew out there the Golden Mountain Bike uh, team that's out there and okay. stuff. they're like you know middle school high school bunch of bunch of kids out riding with with coaches and stuff pass a bunch of people and it was busy man there we passed probably 75 people that night Really? And uh, coming back and forth and stuff, and and we were coming around the it'd be the east side of the mountain and just wrapping around, and it wasn't but just a couple minutes ago, Ethan and I snapped a picture together, and uh, you know just father son stuff, yeah. and and uh, he's like, Dad, we're making really good time tonight. I'm like, Dude, you're crushing it. Like he's out there, yeah. he's got his mom's, he's her, his mom's. Uh, we just gifted it to him because we upgraded mom's bike, and then he got her mountain bike. Oh, sweet! And so he had been riding it for a little while. And, uh, but wasn't like, he was used to it, but just not like a little bit different, right? Just a little bit of a different ride anyway. So, and he's got a dropper post on it. The, the bike's decked out and everything. And a little Santa Cruz blur is what it was. And, um, it's perfect for him anyway. So he comes around a rock and there's a, there's a boulder, um, sticking up out of the ground about maybe about eight, 10 inches and his front wheel goes next to the side of the edge of the trail. Now you got to understand it's June. Right, and the grass is about eighteen inches tall. Yeah, especially with all the rain we've had. Yeah. With oh, all the yeah. rain we had, yeah. So he, his front tire goes around the rock, right? Well, because of physics and stuff, the back tire goes over the rock, right? Yeah. So he goes, he loses his balance, and the back tire is raised up off the ground eight to ten inches. He can't put his feet down, so he's, he just falls over. Yeah, I mean, it's just it was kind of magoo. I mean, it's kind of silly because he yeah. just he just tipped right over, like. A tree. Yeah. Right? Kaput. But he falls right on top of a rattlesnake that's inside, that's in the grass. Fuck. What is the odds of that shit, dude? Like, are you kidding me? Oh. So he falls right on top of a rattler, nails him right in the peck, and he jumps up, right? So we don't hear the rattle. And I'm right behind him when this happens. We don't hear the rattle until it's... I look between his bike because he's stripping. He's like panicking. He strips his shirt he off. He knows something. He bit, knew he bit. was bit. Yeah. Yeah. He felt it latch on. So he pulls his shirt up and he's looking and I don't see anything. Don't see anything. And then I saw on his shirt, I saw two little blood stains on his shirt. I'm like, oh no. And then pulls his shirt up and then I see the, I see it dripping from right there. And um, yeah. So. The timeline was crazy, man. Within within seconds, like I didn't I didn't kill the snake. I didn't have time. We moved away from the snake, and I didn't care. I saw how big it was, so I knew it was a big rattler. And I mean, I've killed them before. I've got them in my freezer still, so I, yeah. I tan their hides. Yeah. Um, 
Well, at but, this point, uh, you're just worried about your kid, right? I that's mean, like, it. Yeah. Like, that's all I care about. So instantly I call up paramedics, thank God I had service, but we got paramedics, right? Um, <clears throat> I know enough not to move him, and he needs to get his heart rate down because he is going through a state of panic, and that's what happens when, you know, with, with these animals and stuff. They panic as well, and it just pushes the venom around faster. And within, <clears throat> gosh, I've got a timeline here. I kind of, I write stuff down a lot because it helps get it out of my head so that I can think clearer. So, okay, so get this. So 637 uh, called dispatch and I got him calmed down. So that's 637 at 640. The venom was already doing its work. His lips went numb, white spots on his cheeks. The pain sets in. He's got a hard time breathing. His heart rate is rapidly increasing faster and faster. Um, so at that point, so that's what? That's three minutes? Three minutes? Yeah, three minutes. And like, I'm thinking because he's bitten the chest, like this is horrible. Like, look how close it is to his heart, heart, everything, his head, like everything. It's like, man, it'd be better off if you were bitten in the foot or foot, the hand the leg. or something. Yeah. Right? And that's not the case because now you got all the joints and ligaments and stuff in there and it's just never going to well, be the same. You, know, you don't want to get bit, period, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So, but if there were a place to get bit, that's not bad. Really? So, you know, it's like he had so much soft tissue there. So it like was all balled up right there, all the venom and everything. But now it's like it's responding so fast. And um, so we heard ambulance sirens by 645. So what's that put us at? That puts us at 12 minutes. We hear the sirens and stuff. So they came from Fairmont. So it was nice. like really, qu really quick, really fast. And we had mountain bikers going back and forth and everyone was helping us out, like tracking, tracking down the ambulance and stuff, getting the crew up there as fast as they could. Um, but it's like, you know, as we're talking and stuff and, you know, you got a son in your arms and he's crying to you. He's like, dad, I don't want to die. I want to die. Like, yeah. so it's like, you've got this, like this, I don't even know how to explain it. This, this deep rooted, like not just love, but like compassion and understanding, but it's like, he's going to respond how you respond. Yeah. And just knowing like he'll, he'll do ice baths with me from time to time. And yeah. it's like, he hates him. Oh, yeah. he hates him. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, which I mean, I'd hate him too. Yeah, who doesn't? And, and so, but it's like, I get to a point where it's like, I got real comfortable in him. And, you know, so it's like, we, we just go right down to the creek and jump in the creek. Yeah, right? yeah. So we sit down there and it's like 38 degrees, ice all around you and stuff, moving water. So it's like, Way you, can, cool. you can pay for a really expensive tub or you can just freaking yep. jump in the creek where it's yeah. ice all around you and stuff. And so that's what we do. And um, so he un understood and understands like the breathing like he'd see me go through that too and he yeah. would follow along suit. So it's like, he's very smart, intelligent young man. And, and, um, so he'd follow along. I'd, I'd breathe with him and stuff and we get his breathing under control. It's like, I mean, man, it's, it's going to be okay. Like this is going to be just fine. You hear the sirens right now. They're on their way. These things are rarely fatal, but we do need to get you care as soon as possible. Cause we know the venom's there. Yeah. Right. So your job right now is just stay Calm. calm that's it right i know it hurts i'm right here with you just let it hurt but just focus on your breathing right and then the paramedics get there and everything and they're like his blood pressure is like you know tanked and his heart right. rates yeah. heart rates through the roof and stuff and they they give him some drugs in the ambulance there and we get over to saint anthony's and stuff and start administering everything and the doc there is she's like one of the greatest at what she does for the er you know for trauma center and everything and they got him in, in great hands right there and our job was just to keep him awake at that point okay you know so keep him awake and stuff and then they got they they give him some 
antivenom and stuff there. Um, but before they do that, they give him steroids and stuff. So they give him 10 vials of antivenom after they give him the steroids because in a lot of cases, the, the, the antivenom is rejected by the body. So they give you the steroids to oh. counteract the potential rejection, right? Which so, makes sense. And you can't yeah. carry you can't yeah. carry antivenom because like it's it's got to be mixed in the proper ratio and it's got a four hour shelf life and it has to be administ- administered a certain way. So it's like people that think it's like, well, I'm just just carry antivenom out there with you, you'll be fine. Do it yeah. doesn't work that way, man. So anyway, um, so yeah, just don't get bit <laughs> and be prepared because it's like you, when when you need to make the call, make the call. You know, so I guess everything you did had to go right. Had to go you, right. You did yep. everything right in the. In yeah. The, in, I mean. Yeah. Is there anything that the doctors or anybody said that you should have done? Because I'm just, you know. No. 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 I mean, like, yeah, and you know, taking see, taking that timeline for me was for me. Yeah. Like I wanted to know. It's like, oh my gosh, because if I lose him, I want to know why. Yeah. Is there something that I did or did not do that failed my son? And so I did it for me. And it just so happens that when I shared that, it went just viral and all over the place. And, yeah. So um, I guess the question I want to know is most people, like, let's just say me and my son or my daughter out hiking and she gets bit or I get bit, I don't want to move. Right. You want to just sit tight? Well, you want to keep your heart rate down. Okay. But yeah, so you got to get service, right? Yeah. So whether you got your Garmin in reach on you or whatever it is, um, a lot of people don't carry them. Some do. Um, but if you've got service, <clears throat> you got to get a call out to paramedics as soon as possible, right? So they need to be on their way. And you got to know like where you're at and access points, yep. right? And then where to get to. If you get bit in the foot, you know, I've thought about this multiple times too. If like if I'm bit in the leg, I got to keep my heart rate down. I'm not going to use that leg. I'm going to, I'm going to be hobbling, you know, along to be able to get to, get to some point of extraction to where it's going to be easier for someone to get to me, but I've got to, I got to get, and that's if I'm by myself, right? Otherwise I'm sending a, a, whoever's with me to, to get help. Right. It's a, it's a sticky situation because there's people that are triathletes that have been bitten and they died, you know, in golden as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it just literally blows my mind because I could never imagine, let alone having my kid say he doesn't want to die and you know damn well like it could it take could, him right it, now yeah yeah it just to me I, I gotta take my hat off to you because you kept your cool because i mean a lot of people would have lost their shit too and and acted way different you know what i mean like so i'm glad he was okay yeah but god damn dude yeah what a what a stuff. crazy story and yeah. i'm so glad i mean like how many people can say they actually got bit landed oh, on man. a rattler just the odds the odds are just absolutely nuts man and you know so it's like we were teasing him you know it's like thank god we can just tease about it now but it's like we look back and he's 100 percent. by the way it's like he was you know within a, a couple months he was back to normal there was really? really yeah where he was bit was really dense tissue like it was all like the hematoma and stuff yeah. that was on in there and and um you could see like the circles there is the spreading so the circle the first inner circle is the one that the paramedics did in the ambulance and then the outer circle is the one that they did when they got to the hospital so you could see it was spreading yeah and then there's other pictures that we have available too that uh, when he's turned over on his back or his side there's dots that they used the marker to kind of mark on the dots but what was happening <clears throat> was the venom was actually like making its way around towards oh his shit spine. really right yeah 
Yeah, so the poison control got in there and they started kind of messing around and trying to figure out, okay, so it's painful here, 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 and here. This is like 14 inches away from his heart, so it's still in there, still moving. So like every four hours, they would give him some, you know, another dose of a, a you know. Venom. Two antivenoms. Antivenom, yeah. yeah. yeah Unbelievable so, story. Like, yeah. I'm so glad it has the happy ending on it because, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. dude, so, what a what a freaking crazy story but like what are the odds of that oh, shit you know man, what i mean like anybody goes out mountain biking and falls yeah, yeah. you know what i mean i'd rather i mean i'd rather see him caught in derailers man <laughs> right yeah 100 <laughs> so right? i mean yeah. it was like when i heard that i was like oh my god are you kidding me and then when i seen him yeah, yeah i was like dude up walking around yeah right? just hanging yeah. out you know and i'm like dude yeah you know it's, it's, a, it's crazy story and it's I, a tough kid I, but that I, yeah. stuff works fast yeah man. That antivenom with yeah. those doctors, they know what they're doing. They're they're trained for this out here in the West. So. Yeah, it just honestly, like, yeah, yeah. I, I I mean, the whole thing worked out perfect, and that's what I'm saying is like I could not wait yep. to talk a little bit about this on the podcast because it's it, this could happen to anybody. Anyway, a little bit good and yeah, like yeah. That's why I say like, man, yeah, unreal, yeah, unbelievable. Just that's why like I don't know everything. Like I I would think I'd have to haul ass get down to the you know trailhead and ideally yeah you, you know because if yeah. i had to if i had to carry him down it's like that wasn't going to be an issue at all it's yeah. like i'll run his ass wherever i need to yep. run it yep yeah yeah yep. yeah it's just it's just a fucking crazy story and, and yep. like now with him i just seen you guys were on a successful elk hunt because yeah you, you're a yeah. hunter right yeah so yeah uh before we get carried away on his hunt let's talk about a little bit about uh your season like oh man a drag like you're like me your 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 season was like mine. this long yeah yeah as long season we got um you know got into some got into some animals oh man the last weekend of i swore the rut got pushed back further and further it this did. year but all right maybe i'm late to the party but dang it i'm glad i'm with them now sheep feet holy cow what a game changer has been uh i've been rocking sheep feet now for the last month and every day, my feet thank me. Guys, hopefully you already have some. But for the ones that don't, guys, don't wait any longer. Get them now. And I got a code for you all. Hold on tight. Uh, it, dude, I'm just going to tell you guys right now, I had no idea what an uh, insole can do for you. I mean, a legit insole. I mean, it can relieve your fatigue, your aches, uh, your pain in your feet, your knees, hips, back. I mean, you know. If your feet hurt, your hunt is done. So why would you not take care of your feet? Invest in a pair of sheep feet. Guys, go to sheepfeetoutdoors.com. Use my code GU10 at the checkout. Oh, man, and you will thank me. You know, it was like It was like it. our last week we heard him, huh, yeah. Wendell? Yeah, the last week, yeah. Yeah, so the I'd say that the, the craziest part was when uh, last week of archery, and um i uh i spike camped up in there with with them so i got up in about four miles up in um and it's it's four miles uphill you know oh. so not a lot of people want to get up in there you know where i'm at anyway so i get up in there <clears throat> and i'm sleeping up in there with the elk and some guys were like you just don't don't get up there and disturb them you got to be a ways away i'm like dude i'm just like i'm i'm kicking out an elk bed and i'm climbing between trees they're not even gonna know i'm there and they didn't. I woke up and I got five bulls around me. 
Oh, right. And so it's like, I'm right there with them. They start calling at three 30 in the morning to each other and stuff. And then they shut off at four 30 and then, um, I'm getting myself ready, get myself all packed up nice and quiet and I'm good to go. And then I, I sit over a wallow and, and, um, by the time it's eight 30, then nine 30, I let out a bugle, right? Five of them just like all around me. I'm like, Oh no, I'm totally going to get busted here. Yeah. Cause then two of them start coming in and they just, I hear, I hear trees starting to snap and stuff. And I'm like, okay, this one's coming from over here. This one's closer over here. I don't, which direction am I going to face? What am I going to do? Yeah. And so I, I, I change direction a couple times and, and then it all stops. It's like, yeah. dude, man, I think I just blew it. And so it stops for an hour and then it starts back up again. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, this is going to get really saucy today. And then, uh, and then from that point forward, it ends because I heard a bugle like across the valley. Yeah. Right. Totally a dude. Yep. And then this dude called and called <laughs> and called. That's what you knew it was a hunter, huh? All day long. And yeah. just totally these, these cow, these cows, the bulls, like everyone was just like, fuck that. Yeah. They shut up real fast. And so, um, yeah, so that, that day was blown, and then the next day, a couple of my other buddies came up, and there were four of us. And I'm like, oh, there's so many of us in here. Like, well, what should we do? Should we split up and, like, send everything everywhere, or should we just stay together and, like, do a trident? They're like, well, let's just do that. So my buddy John, he would call behind us because they'd never come in closer than 100 yards. Yeah. So he'd call in behind us. We were fanned out. In a trident formation. Yeah, which makes front, sense, yeah. Right? And so we were 80 yards ahead of him. And he was down at a down at a major wallow where there was a ton of activity and stuff. And he's down there just getting it. Just cow calling, lets out a bugle, grabs a stick, starts slopping in the mud and stuff, just making a racket. And this bull up there bugles like crazy, right? We can't hear it. And we only saw it later that afternoon. We got him coming in. And we're all getting ready. And then there's another bugle from up in the corner. Another freaking guy. Oh. That bull tears ass after him. Oh, man. So we give chase, too. So we're kind of slowly working through the trees and stuff. And he's still calling. And they're going back and forth. And then it busts him. And it takes back off the other way. And we're just like, no. Yeah. And fine. so we have lunch. And then we go give chase to the bull. Right. John and I end up where this bull was when John was raking down by the down by the uh the the wallow and he completely strips this pine tree all the way up to ten feet. Like strips this thing bare. All fresh sap all over the place. Everywhere. That bull was ready to come in. Like he was just just pissed off. So we got him all riled up, followed his tracks, and followed all the way down to about 80 yards from where we were. Oh, no shit. It's like he was on his way. It's like, oh, man. Damn if you do, damn but it's just if you a, don't. just yeah. a monster, though, right? And that's up in the area where I shot my 6x7 last year. Okay. Right? So, so, so yeah. So you know the area pretty well then. Yeah, it's the other yeah. side. Um, yeah, other side of the drainage and stuff. But, yeah, it was uh, – they're up in there, and then my other buddy that was up there with us, too, he's like, yeah, my buddy lives up, and, and uh, they were all down on the other side. <laughs> he went down, and he, he shot one, there were like 80 of them down there. Yeah. 
So that's how my archery season went. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, it sucks. I know. I always say, I'm going to pick up the gun. Fuck this bullshit, right? Because I'm tired of not getting up. Right. But it is what it is. You know what I mean? But Dude, that's uh, hunting. It is. That's why we like it. You know what I mean? It is fun. I love it. Um, It was the same thing for rifle for us, too. Yeah. We we went out and did some cow stuff for rifle and stuff. And we ended up... um, seen them from a distance and then where we were they weren't and then we went to where they were and then they were they were at where we were and it was like this back and forth yep. thing and then they were we were up high because we thought we were, they they're going to be up high this year because they were up high last year and it's like they they weren't and we played the weather that we went down low and then they went back up high and then they were in the middle latitudes and it's like all this like and before we knew it like they cut season short two days yep. to get started and then they cut it short another two days so it's like it was we had five days of like yep. just chasing elk and yep. you know it's, it's, it it's just yep. not checkers. That's right, man. That's right. But then, you know, we get out with uh, one of the guys I'm competing with in these rogue challenges, and, uh-huh. and he's been he's a big rifle hunter and he's been really successful. He got a, he got a bull this year. Him and his buddy Taylor, so Joel and Taylor, they got a couple bulls this year, and and um, yeah. So I, I'm like, hey, we're gonna be up in this unit, and. Um, He's like, I don't know what you guys got going on. He's like, Hey, man, we got cow tags and stuff. We just don't know where to get them, and we're just looking for a guy to go with. If you got, if you want some company, and they can haul meat, right? Yeah, that's so good. that's a plus. And I, I said, I'm going to be taking my son up there. Um, we were up there third season. We're going to go up for fourth, and we're just going to go see what we can find. Um, we put them to bed three different nights, so I know where they're at. Yeah, you know, so it's like we just got to be able to get to them and stuff. And so we started up high. You know, we're cold camping. Right. Oh, shit. So, but those boys, they had their 12 man TP. So they got a 12 man TP with a big titanium stove and stuff. Yep. So they're, they're, they're doing fine. We could have slept in there, but it's like, I wanted to test out my, I insulated the back of my truck this year. So, okay. so it's like, I wanted to test it out. So boiled up some hot water, throwing in some Nalgene, throwing in a couple socks and throwing them in the, in my, my son's sleeping bag. So we slept in the truck and it's five degrees outside. Oh dude, toasty warm. Really? Oh, oh it's great. That's okay. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So everything's frozen outside. We got ice forming inside the truck and everything and, but, uh, on the glass, but it was all good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was just really cool. You know, Ethan and I giving us an opportunity to reconnect. So this is over Thanksgiving week. Right. Yep. And we hadn't had a chance to like really debrief everything that happened over the summer because it's like, he is getting busy right back into school again. Yeah. You know, family's got two siblings and stuff. So there's just a lot of attention, a lot going all over the place. We went back to Wisconsin, visited family and stuff. So it's like, I sent my family my wife and my uh, two other kids back to Wisconsin for Thanksgiving. And then Ethan and I went up and we hunted for over Thanksgiving and stuff. Okay. So, so it was really good for just him and I to get out and connect and just kind of regroup and, and had some good father son time. And, and um, yeah, we, we glassed for a couple of days, didn't see anything. And then we put him to bed one night and we're like, okay, we're putting a game plan together for the next morning. And then we're having camp. Joel makes breakfast. We're outside. Snowstorm's coming in. This is on third. This is on Friday. Snowstorm is coming in that day. We're like, well, Joel's like, well, I guess we'll just give her the old college try because we're yeah. This snowstorm's coming in and it's not going to be pretty. And I had no business being out there with my truck. I got new slicks put on the tires the other day, and I got it stuck the first morning when we were driving up up through the snow and stuff yeah. and i got it buried and thank god that joel had his chains and stuff to be able to get out i told ethan i'm like dude i'm so sorry it's like instead of replacing all my suspension on the car and the truck and all this stuff this year i should have thrown tires on instead <laughs> but um no we got out of it and stuff and got down low and we're glass and joel's making breakfast and I'm glassing with my binos. We're about a mile away in an area that I've hiked up in 15, 20 times and hunted and just was like dreaming of like elk in this one particular area. And they're right there. In that 
particular area. Yeah. Nice. And so I'm like, I know exactly how to get to them. So we made a plan quick and one I could tell it was a bull, you know, so from a mile away with my lupo binos and, and, uh, so I could make him out and then, um, it's starting to snow. So it snows filling up the, the trail and everything. So we get, we get hoofing it and everyone's delayering. We got a big stream crossing we got to do and stuff over a big log. And, you know, it's, it was a good mid or a good, uh, out west experience yeah for yeah Ethan. for sure you know so his first like real elk hunt and so he's out there and we're we're climbing up and and uh we get to where they were they weren't there we get up to my vantage point my glassing area where i normally would would sit and and watch you got a you got a 750 uh yard circle like horseshoe around you that you can see so it's like everything that's in there like it's it's dead like if it if it pokes over it's it's as good as dead right you got to be a good shot so anyway we're on this ridge we're on this finger right so it's this knife edge coming out and then all over here is facing you and then down in the valley we're like we get up there we don't see anything i'm like damn elk oh man they're gone fuck and so joel's like dude they gotta be within two three hundred yards of here they can't be far so we just waited and sure as shit Two bulls pop out right in the drainage. Really? Right, 365 yards. Now, here's where the challenging thing comes in when you're hunting with your son, right? So he's 12, and he's a good shot. So we stopped on the way up and hit some BLM land, and he's putting groups like this together at 200 yards. Which is good. Which is pretty good. Hell yeah. And so, uh, so I know he can shoot, right? Yeah. And we had a successful antelope hunt. Right, so oh, early yeah, in the yeah, season, yeah. so we we took down some antelope. So he had a hundred and fifty yard headshot. So dope. Yeah. So um, gave him a little confidence there. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's he's ready to go. And then um, so we're on these rocks, right? And the elk have no idea we're there. Now we're burning time as we see them, and we're just hoping that they're going to come this way further. And they start coming this way towards us. And so they're closing the distance. And one's a one's a spike, so he's out of the picture. The other one is a five by five, and you know, so he's a taker. And especially for 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 Ethan's bull, yeah. And so he's the only one of the three of us that's got a bull, bull tag. tag, yeah, because they all had cow tags, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, we get him, uh, we get him teed up. Um, take the shot. That's it. How far was it? About three sixty-five. Oh shit, that's still a good poke. Heck yeah. And when I seen that picture though, I was like, oh dude, this is fucking what it's about. Like, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Do we, me and you, both like freaking hunting, being successful? Yes, but yeah, that right there. Yeah, it's pretty rad. That's uh, that's yeah. priceless if you ask me. Yeah, man. Dude. Yeah. So the boys we had with us, Joel and Taylor, to help out. You know, he's pretty stoked about it, and you know, so we had to work through, had to work through some stuff there. All the trees that we had to shoot through. Actually, you can see in the top right there, up where the aspen are. Yep. That's where we were. Oh fuck. Yeah. So we were. Up you had to shoot up from there. All, oh yeah. From there down to there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, got it done. Um, Joel and Taylor were just beast you know it's like and i i see i grew up trapping okay. right so i check trap lines before school yeah. every morning when i grew up you know so i'd work on a farm but i also do trap lines and so when it came to skinning animals i learned how to skin animals really well and so i helped those boys uh skin it out and they they quartered it and then they wanted me to do the rest oh and they didn't have to say anything because they just wanted to see me work and yeah so it was, it was pretty humbling to to have these boys they're, i mean they're they're successful hunters they, they know what they're doing you know they're 36 and 40 years yeah, old. yeah yeah and uh just just good dudes one's a 
basically a combat vet, you know, contractor okay. for the military and stuff too. And so he That's did his awesome. time and, and, uh, great shooters, both of them. And so anyway, so they, they see me clean the elk and all we had left by the time I was done, we got all the ribs. We got, I showed them where the extra the tenderloins were oh, in yeah. the upper, in the upper thoracic by the, by the brisket, right? Yeah. I've never gotten it, but I've heard about they're, it. Yeah. Oh, they're up on their spine. Okay. Yeah. So they're way up in there. So they're actually on their spine. No kidding. Yeah. So they got their tenderloins down low. Right. And then they got the other ones that are up, up way up high. high. Yeah. Okay. I did not. Yeah. So I showed them where those are on bulls because they're usually bigger on bulls and, um, just amazing little cut of meat man really yeah so anyway so i got that we got that guy all stripped down we uh the only thing we had left let's we were we brought down the head uh, i'm gonna at some point take the whole neck and then you cut it into parts yep right and then you just throw the whole thing into a into a crock pot oh okay bones and all oh really yeah Oh, dude. Just comes right off it, I you bet. Get, oh, it's unreal. It's so good. We would do that with hogs and antelope. Really? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so uh, we got him clean to the bone, and uh, so we all hauled it out. It was, uh, it was a one-trip bull. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, goddamn, boys. Yeah, so we had uh, between 120 to 130 pounds of pack, and then... Uh, yeah. So, and then Ethan, he took, uh, he took about 30 pounds out, and it was two-mile downhill. So... Two mile downhill on the trail, so it worked out really well, man. How cool it was is that? Just perfect for him. I mean, yeah. he's gonna remember that. You're gonna remember that yeah. forever. And let alone, yeah, got an elk. And dude, and we got, we got a whole life a together, right? Yeah. And he gets us the first elk's a bull, yeah, right? a bull, yeah, to boot, yeah. So know? I got, I got that, I got the, uh, I got it all year mounted for him already. Nice. So it's all done. Yeah, yeah. That's the stuff that you remember. Like even as like as me as a kid is like. Those are experiences. Like, yeah. no one really gives a fuck about how big it was. Nobody, nobody, nobody yeah. ever remembers yeah. that shit, right? right? Like, I know I don't. Yeah. But I do remember who I was with. Dude. And what we went through and it's how the story. story. And that is what, yeah. to me, is hunting all about. And, like, when I saw that, I was like, hell yeah, that'd be cool. Just because, you know, the whole rattlesnake bit thing yeah. and everything and just yeah. what he's went through the summer. And then to see that, that was fucking cool to me. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah. But, yeah, you know, I got I to take my hat off to you and the wife, for you and the wife, because, you know, I, I met the kids and, you know, got such well-mannered kids, too, and um, you're doing a good job, Dad. Oh, appreciate uh, it, man. Are. No, man. Likewise, man. It's uh, it's a process, you know. Yeah. It's our kids. They make mistakes. We make mistakes. Yep. We uh -huh. grow. Yep. You know, so... Yeah, love the rascals. They're they're good kids. Well, that's like so. we were just. I was talking to my wife uh, a little bit ago, and I was like, um, somebody wrote us a card and said, "Hey, kids are growing up so fast. I'm so glad. Yeah. You know, they're, yeah. you're, they're taking after you guys. Blah blah blah." And yeah. I started thinking, I don't know, is that a good thing or bad thing? And she's like, right. "Stop it. They're good. Yeah, but you know." Um, you just want them to be good, yeah. have good, be you know, yeah. have good manners and yeah, and stuff. But like that to me was priceless to see you get him a bull like that because yeah, I'm actually jealous. I haven't shot a bull in three years, four years now. <laughs> this is my fourth year. I'm we'll get I'm, you there, man. We'll get you there. I'm dying, dog. <laughs> dying here. I actually get to go on. A oh, I brought you some jerky. I brought you some elk jerky. Oh, so, I gonna have elk jerky. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. No wonder my blizzard here tomorrow. <laughs> um. I was telling you, um, I actually got a deer tag out east. Uh, I get to actually hunt on the 15th, so I've been waiting on that for nice. archery. Yeah. I've been waiting for to put my bow to use, man. I mean, <laughs> like, come on, come on, yeah. ready for this deer hunt. So, um, And you guys are, are you guys heading to Texas? 
Uh, Widow is going uh, the fifteenth. Okay. So I'm I'm going uh, out east on the fifteenth. He's going to Texas. Um, although his his little gig seems a little funner to me than mine. That seems like a party. Man. I don't I don't know about I don't know the drive, but uh, I'll take the Lyman trip a lot closer than what he's about to drive. But uh, it'd be good. He trip, gets though. you know I like hunting pigs. Yeah, oh and yeah. That's then you got no pigs in Lyman. No, no pigs in Lyman. No. <laughs> No, no, no pigs in alignment, but they do got monster deer. Yeah. So. Yep. Hopefully, I get to connect on that. But like, um, yeah, I don't know. You're, you, all your tags done. Uh, Tristan's got. He can do private. Uh, near the front range in thirty nine. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we just gotta we gotta find him and start asking around. Yeah. So I mean, he's that's... good through the thirty first of January. Oh, good. The, the youth tags are youth tags in Colorado are pretty epic. Because they, really? they keep rolling over. So if they draw an archery tag, it rolls over to muzzleloader, first, second, third, fourth, fifth rifle. No kidding. What is that, 12 years old? They yeah. Can do that? Yeah, I got to yeah, wait. So long as they, yep, so long as they turn 12 during season. Yep. I got, she's my yep. daughter's eight. You start getting points at 10. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, oh, so Ethan's shit. already got two moose points already, two moose, two bears. See, two that's bear, two where it's at, yeah. I think. That's awesome. Yeah, so start getting them, getting them their points shit, young. Shit, my daughter's in. I'm going to get a moose before my ass. Yeah, you know, 10 years old, you can get an apprenticeship. Um voucher for them for, oh, hunter, really? for hunter safety yeah because ethan doesn't have his hunter safety yet so he's got an apprenticeship voucher so he's good for two years but he's going to do his hunter safety yeah yeah like, he's yeah. registered for it but still this way he can hunt this year and get that it makes in. sense yeah so long as he's within earshot of the mentor oh huh. yeah so i guess kid, i gotta look into that more because i don't know you yeah. know youth now, tags are a little bit different yeah but it's that's pretty, cool it's good for awesome. them that's where it's at that's where it's I mean, at that's where dude they're me. cheap yeah and it's a 15 dollar yeah. Oh shit! Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh goddamn! <laughs> Damn. Yeah. yeah. Now we're speaking my language. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That's right? good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm just excited for that. Like my son, he sees bears out here. He's like, "Damn, yeah. shooting the face!" And I'm like, "Damn." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, Marcus, it's not season no more." Well, come on, Dad. And then we'll shoot. Uh, and, you know, every time we come out in the de- back deck. Yeah. And we come out here, and. uh I'm like, what are you going to say? You scared the mountain lion away. Get out of here, mountain lion. I ain't got time for your bullshit. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. There we go. Okay, 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 let's just keep that between me and you, okay? Well, that's what you say, Dad. That's right. So that's why I say, like, you got to watch what you say in front of them because. Dude, it's like when it's hunting when you're with them, it's like I heard another dad say this, and I just, I bought it hook, line, and sinker. It was just like, dude, you could say whatever you want want where we're hunting yeah right? yep. so you know it's like yeah. that's between us and so the kids are like they're still afraid too yeah you know but it's still at the same time it's like guys yep. this is like our guy thing and i told him actually just before i was coming here too i'm like how would you guys like to just do a hog hunt like just the three of us yeah like we can go down in texas and we can go take some hogs because i okay. love we we got a group of us that go down we just do all archery hog yeah yeah and so it's like i shot six of them last year which is the best and it's like dude so fun. Freezer full of hog meat. Yeah. It's like, it's I love so it. good. Dude, yeah. pulled pork is my daughter's. It's all she wants for her birthday. She wants it for every celebration we do is pulled pork from, you know, Texas hog. Yep. Yeah. Smoke it for 10 hours and it's like, oh, Those pork chops are the bomb, dude. dude. They're so good. The, t- the back straps. Oh. Yeah, I, I, that's why I said, like, if I, I, like, I hope Wendell doesn't miss, like, he missed that deer because <laughs> I would love to some fucking Pressure's pork chops. On. <laughs> Technically, I didn't miss. Yeah, well, we'll have to do a we'll have to do a pig roast. We'll get you yeah we'll do a pig I, roast yeah, with you guys. I got dope. I got about four hogs left, so we'll yeah, I, I got and I got a full one. Like we're gonna roast. Oh the shit! Whole really? Thing. Yeah, 
Yeah. That'd be badass. Yeah, we just cleaned it and then right in the freezer. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. That's a good idea. Bring me back a little piglet, will you? Yep. There you go. Come on. I got you, dog. I got you. <laughs> Uh, well, right on, man. Like, honestly, like, I honestly, like, this is what I really wanted through the whole thing is when I asked you to be on the podcast, we, you knocked it out of the park, bro. Oh, man. No, it's just like, just love talking with you, man. Just appreciate you so much. It's like, we haven't, we haven't known each other really that long. You know, yeah. it's like, it's been less than a year, yep. right? Yeah. And, you know, that's came like, came up here so and shot a couple times. Yeah. Came up here, shot with you and the boys. Yep. And then, um, you know, that was that awesome experience. You got such a rad range mm -hmm. here, man. It's so cool. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, so I was at, uh, summer strong with Bert Soren yep, from Soren yep, X. Yep. I was there, uh, you know, a few years ago. And, and so I met Cam there. Yep. So I met Cam Haynes there and, um, just righteous dude. Yep. Like just they're the real deal, dude. Right? I, I had such a great conversation with him and yep. just like, he's so real, well, you know? And that's the thing. Like so many people like hate him, like, or talk shit yeah. or, and everything. Like yeah. when you see me and Cam, we're, we're, we're really cool. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. I, I I honestly think it is they're just fucking jealous. You know what I oh. mean? It's it's jealousy, but like here's the yeah. thing, like you and I both know this. Like you didn't get that physique, those muscles for not putting in the work. Right. That motherfucker's putting in the work too. <laughs> so you know what I mean? hard and yeah. for so long. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like right? him doing all those yep. fucking yep. uh marathons, like right. dude, who does that? You right. know what I mean? Like that's right. why I say like the same thing with you. Yeah. Like you guys fucking you do yeah. so much shit. Yeah. People don't you know Well it's the whole the whole mantra that he's got too, right? Nobody cares. Work harder. Yeah. Right. It's that whole thing. And you know, the whole Look you at know, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, the whole uh, you know, must be nice thing. It's yep. like, well, it is. Yeah. You know, when you work your ass off for it and you're capable, it's like, dude, you could have it too. You know, dude, you don't have to be you don't have to be shredded. You know, no. to get out there and elk hunt, you don't no. have to do that. It's like it's just yeah, put in so, the work. So put in put in some work. You know, extend your life expectancy. Have a blast doing it. Do it with people that you love. Spend great time, right? Yep. Appreciate each other. It's like spend more time building people up than cutting them down. You know, it's like so. It's like Bert. I met him years and years ago at a Vegas conference for strength and conditioning. You yep. know, and we stayed in touch ever since. And so, you know, he's always been like, "Dude, you just let me know whatever I need to do for you." Yep. You know, it's like that's the way Bert he's is cool. from Soren. Bert's right? just fucking a super stuff, rad. Yeah. And then it's like, then I meet Aaron. You know, yep. with you, same deal. It's like I buy a bow from Aaron, and it's like he's I like, "Ah, man, whenever." You know, yeah. so it's like Aaron just awesome and it's like i had i was rocking it a different um brands pack and everything and you know it was great but he's yeah. like dude for a guy your size it's like yeah. you need to try one of these yeah and like i put that thing on what a night and yeah. day difference man yeah for a guy my size like carrying around a kafaru pack it's so, different right I know. yeah and he's just he's just super real and he's all practicality yeah you know that's he what he's just, like yeah. he's like he's like i don't care if it's heavier or lighter or whatever it's like is it functional does it work is it going to last and is it going to withhold what you want to do and what you need to take care of when you need it most. Yep. Well, Facts. so, okay. So built like a tank. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's like, if I'm big enough to be able to haul the meat and, and, and the gear is able to take it, then, then yeah, it's a win-win situation. Right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you got these guys that are just making their game changers in the industry and they're doing great things for everyone around them. Yep. And they're just, they're living their best life. It's like, guys, these are models. These yeah. are things, these are mentors to look up to. Well, that's why I say like, it's either like yeah, you know, there's all kinds of different people you can look up to, but like yeah. literally, yeah, 
those guys right there, what you just said, like the, the, we had, uh, I got to actually talk to Bert really, uh, really good over uh, the six hour games we were, he was part of. And I yeah, was, yep. And we got there, we were bullshitting quite a bit. And then I seen him, he was there with, um, at the UFC fight with, uh, um, oh, um, Mountain Company, uh, Knife Company, and, uh, oh, yeah, Remy Montana Warren. Knife Company. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, Remy, yep. Yep. And Evan, Evan, yep, Josh Smith. And, yep. yep. Jo- yeah, Josh Smith. And literally, I come out of the cage and Justin just gets, you know, knocking the guy out. And I walk in the cage and I look. They're all there. And I see him. They're literally fucking front row seat. <laughs> I'm like, damn, who fucking hooked you up with these? And they're just going crazy. The group right? of lifters yeah. and hunters. Yeah, they're like fucking just, front row. But yeah. they fucking loved it. And yeah. they're screaming. And, just uh, the ballinest hunters you've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. right. I, w- I came back out there and I, I was I was talking to John and and uh, Bert when I came back out after the fight because it was done. I, w- I went out actually to go grab my wife to bring her back backstage and I seen him. I was like, "What is up, dude?" And he was like, "Oh shit, what's up, dude? <laughs> Hell of a fight, but uh, dude, the, the, those all those guys that are just yeah, you know, class acts. Cla- yeah, just yeah. real down to earth people and you know." They got their shit together, and they like yeah, like like dude, my deal, my deal, successful yeah. businessmen. Oh, dude, right, dads, <sighs> like, <laughs> and then, and yeah. then, well, like the like the the knife company, uh, John's. The whole story is fucking real, dude. Yeah, I love that story, and yeah. I was just like, but it's no different than Bert. Like, right, his he started fucking doing it, and then um, I just actually got a some some swag from um from Soreneck. They um um Brandon. Hooked me up with a bunch of... Do you, you know Brandon yet? I don't know Brandon. I'll have to, I'll have to show you on his IG. He's fucking awesome, yeah. dude. Oh, Yo, Lily? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, you. it's like you guys are like two peas in a pod. You know, oh, man, dude. Guys. The things that he's done with his like his physique. Dude, he's a progress, monster, too. the progress he's made. Crazy. Yeah, that dude added life, like years to his life, too. Yeah. You know? But it's like it's you go from a, a mega lifter beast, right? Yep. And it's like leaning out and just practice, practice, practice yeah. every day, right? You live by it, right? Yeah. You live by it. So, right. I don't know. That's. I guess that's kind of what I. You inspire me. Like you, you practice what you preach. Right. You're a man, and you do it. You 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 have a family. Uh, like I said, man, you, you got your shit together, and I I, I hope to I hope yeah, soon to be neighbor. I hope yeah, That'd dude, be cool. it'd be awesome. It'd be awesome. It'd be cool. We can shoot all the time. Oh, shoot. We'll, we'll eat. We'll fucking like rug, man. Give me some jerky because I ain't shooting no goddamn elk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We'll get them arrowed. Yeah, right. Um, anyways, so uh, what's the website they can find you at? Oh, man, that thing's always a work in progress, but it's heroestrainingsystems.com. Okay. Yep, H-E-R-O-E-S trainingsystems.com. Um, my IG is G- just Zach J. Vogel. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I, and I'll tag all this on it, everything we pop cool. up. But yeah, guys, check him out. I mean, he's the real deal. Like, and and like, I guess if you know, I get some listeners from all over the country, world, whatever. And if they reach out on the IG, could you technically set them up? Yeah, with yeah, I program? got a yeah, I got a pro rugby boy in in uh, Japan right now. Oh no Australia. shit! Oh yeah, and he's just a. He's actually known as the Beast. Really? Oh, yeah. He's a monster. Oh, that's cool. He's actually going to come out here hopefully this summer and do a training camp out here so you get to meet him. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Yeah, he's a monster. He was, uh, it's funny because he was visiting, uh, uh, he was actually visiting the U.S. 
No, he was in Mexico, meets a client of mine in Mexico. They become friends in Mexico. He's like, hey, you should come up to Denver for a few days. He's like, all right. So he comes up to Denver, hangs out with them. He brings them over to my gym, starts training at my gym, does one workout at my gym. He's like, dude, we don't do any of this stuff in Japan. Oh, shit. He's like, this is amazing. I can't believe what this, like, how I feel right now. He's yeah. like, this is what I need. So a couple months later, we get reconnected and stuff, and he becomes a client. So he's been a client for a year and just crushing it. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. dope. That's yeah. cool. And now it's, I got his wife going, too. So it's like, yeah, he's a dad with two kids, just pro rugby player. No yep. kidding. Yep. All right. So, yeah, so there you go. So if you want to get on it, hit him up. Um, I'll have your IG on everything. And um, anything else? Ah, that's it, man. That's it. Man, Glad I'll to be here. What, Thanks yeah, for the opportunity. Dude, we did a fucking good podcast. Yeah. An hour and a half. We're good. There we dog. go. Um, well, I look forward to you coming back out here and shooting. Yeah, man. Um, it'd be good. It'd be good. I don't know. Um, we haven't figured out uh, the best of the best year. Yeah, I think we might do two. <laughs> we, we didn't talk about shit in the bed yeah, too we don't, much we, about we, that. We, we, we can leave that for we, another story. <laughs> next year's going to be good. That was a good time, though. It I was will fun, say. right? It was good. It was it Dude, was definitely fun. You guys have built something pretty awesome. It's cool, man. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely fun, and uh, we we enjoy it. And I think, um, yeah, we're definitely going to keep doing it. That's for sure. Yeah. So. All right. That being said... Uh, make sure you guys check his IG out. Um, Zach Vogel, the man himself. We're about to, you're about to see his picture on the IG with me. I'm gonna look like a little midget now, and uh, you can see how big this monster is. So, on that being said, thanks, Wendell. Appreciate it. Tomas, eat a dick. Hey guys, I wanted to hop on here and give you guys a big shout out and say thank you for all your support. Um, do me a favor, check out that Bullhorn app. Give us a subscribe on that app. Um, man, you guys can watch us live right from your phone. Call in, ask Cody questions all from the app. So check it out. Uh, and make sure you guys give us a follow on the IG at GU underscore unfiltered underscore and at Gladiators Unleashed. And if you're a patron, love you. <laughs>